Hello and welcome to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford, founder of Startup Creative, author of How to Start a Side Hustle and resident business coach, serving you straight up business advice to help you start, grow and scale the business of your dreams. Welcome back to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford. And on today's episode, I have repurposed because that's a time-saving. <laughs> also, it was just great content. A, a Instagram Live that I did with Bianca Beers, who is a content creator, artist, and just all-around legend. The reason I said repurpose is because I actually want to give you guys that as a tip. Like, I think with content creation, people can get really overwhelmed and think that we need to be creating new stuff all the time. And for example, this was an interview that I did with Bianca on Instagram Live. I found a uh, app on the internet that allowed me to download the live recording and then I exported it as an audio file and I've sent it to the fabulous Nick Carlin, who is a my podcast editor and just a legend if you ever need anyone. Um, and he's, he's mixed it into this and I've recorded the intro, just so a little insight into how it works. But I, you know, Instagram is one of those up and down places at the moment and can be hard to predict. But like I had this interview and Bianca just gave so much epic advice that I was like, this needs to go to more people because I can't always guarantee that the right people see it on Instagram or that everyone who wants to see it will see it. <clears throat> so I'm repurposing it. Um, it's a little hot tip for you there. If you do something great and you don't think, you think that more people can benefit from it, then find a way to put it out onto different platforms and leverage great content rather than having to create more and more all the time. Anyway, on with the show. <laughs> Podcast, this interview, this chat was me chatting to Bianca about content creation. I genuinely think she's incredible at what she does and she's been doing it for a while. She's made it her full-time thing. She's about to buy a house off this career and has given just the most epic, like straight up business advice on how to get clients, how to build an audience, how to pitch yourself, how to price yourself, how to get inspired to create content. I also hit her up for really basic content um, <coughs> making skills like lighting and camera angles and things like that. And yeah, so enjoy the show. Make sure you check out Bianca on Instagram. If you want to see our faces, that's there too. Um, but otherwise, we'd love to know what you think. Enjoy the show and have a great day. Hi, welcome back. We're doing content creation with any clue how to do content creation. Um, Bianca Beers is coming on. We've just attempted this. This is going to let us um, <laughs> work. And so Bianca can join us and give content creation advice. Do you like it? Do you hate it? What do you struggle with? Do you see the need for it or the purpose for it or how it can work in your business? 
Um, but we're going to cover topics about how does content creation help in a business, um, tips, overcoming fear, self-doubt, insecurities, um, struggling with reach, engagement, all of those things, changing like um, landscape of the content creation world. Um, how do you go about like, you know, I know for me, one of my biggest struggles is, okay, it says she's joined Wave. Hi, Bianca. Hey, we got this. <laughs> I was literally ready to throw my phone at the wall and be like, I'm never doing content creation again. <laughs> Life suck. Like, they're very scary to me. So I'm glad that you were the one organizing that part because I would have been freaking out. No, thank you for being here. I feel like I used to do them all the time. And so I'm re- like re getting it into right. it because it's one of the things I was just going to reflect on. We're talking about content. Introducing Bianca, finally here, creator, artist, legend, um, spiritual guide. Oh, drop. <laughs> Shape How are you? inspiration. I'm good. How are yeah. you? I'm really good. It's nice to see you. It's been a while. Like what? Oh, Two years, maybe? Something ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but we're going to jump into content creation. We could sit here and talk about um, transcending time and all of that other life, <laughs> mushrooms. <laughs> um, but you, I are an inspiration for me with content creation. I feel like you show up really consistently. You show up really honestly and authentically, creatively. Like your content is entertaining consistently. Like what you do and how you do, and it's you. You know, like it's the whether you're talking about a brand or you know, what's going on with your skin or, you know, you're at an event, it feels like a real front row seat to your life and your personality in a really authentic way. Maybe a creepy way. Yeah, maybe. I was just thinking that. I'm like, hmm, maybe that's too much. <laughs> maybe I need to peel back. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think, yeah, like, and you obviously do it as a job. So maybe you can just introduce a little bit about what you do and how you do it. And then we can, I've got a list of questions here for you. Okay, gorge. Um, So it's good to hear that it's well received on the other end. Mm. I never really know, like, you know, that my. I probably should ask people a bit more, you know, mm. get a bit of crowd feedback. That's not something I tend to do. Um, yeah, I feel like I am, I do make a point to live authentically and just like share authentically. And mm. I'm a Sagittarius. So we're just like honestly. <laughs> Happy Sag season. Yes. Thank you so yeah. much. It's a whole birthday month. It's not a day, it's a month. Um, and I feel like I really identify as a Sagittarius. I feel like we're very honest. We're very upfront but maybe a little bit oversharing. So I mm. often wonder, like, am I oversharing here? Because I'm the type of person, like, I work by myself at home from my at-home studio. So it's not like mm. I'm socializing every day, but I am a social person. So mm. my contact with the outside world on a daily basis is through Instagram, really. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why I show up so much, like, stories. Mm. Like, You're moving just, in the metaverse. Fully, but... <laughs> I'm still I'm in the here and now. I do a lot of meditation and stuff like that. But yeah, um, that's just to address what you just said. Mm. And then I don't know. Did you say to introduce something? I forget. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've, you've done NFT stuff. You worked with Microsoft, meta creators. You do lots of, you know, skin, skin, skincare, uh, fashion brands, Spotify. Um, but yeah, so is this like your full-time job? This is what you do. This is um, obviously, yeah. Anything else we yeah. need to know about you? Um. Yeah, so it's my full-time job. I 
I was, so I used to work in sneakers in retail and I was doing art on the side and that was probably mm-hmm. four years ago now. And then mm-hmm. I went overseas and I met my current partner. Um, and then when I came back, I just didn't go back to platypus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just started doing the art, um, like full time, but I wasn't really making that much money, but I was like, if I don't dedicate the time now, it's never going to happen. And I was in a place where I just got back from holidays. I had no obligations. Um, I was staying with my mom. I still am now. So not paying mm-hmm. rent. Um, I'm about to buy a house. That's a fucking, that is something I can tell you guys to do. If you want to yeah. buy a property, move in with mom and dad, like mm-hmm. save that money. Um, but yeah, I've been, so I've been living here for four years and I'm about to buy a place, which is really good. Um, yes. but yeah, so basically I was at my mom's. I'm like, if it's going to be any time, it's going to be now I'm not paying rent. So this is a good time to make use of that mm-hmm. fact. So then I started doing the art, um, full time and I just like got client after client. And as soon as I got mm-hmm. a client that had like a big name, I'd add them to my resume, like mm-hmm. onto the, the website. Um, and yeah, just, I made a point to post everything I was creating on social. So that was getting out there and like using the appropriate hashtags, um, which is not something I tend to do anymore because I feel like I'm in the hub, mm. but it was definitely important at the beginning. Yeah. And now four years later, I'm full-time. I'm 50% art and design, 50% content creation. So it's a nice balance. Congratulations. And so nice to hear a creator be like, I bought a house off doing this. Yeah, fully. Yes. Which is amazing. Huge congrats. Um, I, well, there's so much I want to unpack there because we've had Tobias, who is also a Instagram um, First Nations creator, and he is also building his brand and has asked the question about how do you go about getting those bigger brands? So like, you know, obviously, well, let, let's actually go back to the beginning because there's a few questions in there is like, um, what was it like taking that leap? Because, you know, as a coach and somebody who's helping people start side hustles to go into their full-time thing, people often, you know, obviously you minimize risk with uh, expenses going out and so that you could be like, cool, I'm just going to have a crack here. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I kind of like that because it's like people being able to create from a playful, you know, almost ex- experimental no place. It's yeah. not like, oh, I just need to make money. Let me like get on the money train. It's just like, let me create what comes naturally. Like there's no stress. Mm. I don't need to. And I would say that's like a big um, like pointer that people should take away. Like don't yeah. have your aim as, yeah, money's good. I fucking love money. But yeah. don't make that your only aim. It should be creating for the joy of it and things yeah. that you enjoy too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So did you start creating just putting it out there and kind of building your portfolio before you started kind of taking, you know, uh, obviously art is, is a little bit more obviously transactional, but was it before starting to work with brands and things like that? Okay. So I was super lucky in that. Okay. So I was working at Platypus, as I mentioned, and I was one of the top five salespeople in the country. But so because I was so good, head office knew who I was and mm. they knew that I was, so I did a one year um, bachelor in design at Tate and they're like, Hey, we know you're doing the bachelor of design. We've seen your art on Instagram. Would mm. you like to um, design our Valentine's day campaign? And it wasn't paid, mm. but I was like, mm. I think they were, gave me a pair of shoes. And I was like, yeah, totally a hundred percent. So I did that. And then immediately I was like, okay, I'm going to make a website now. So I made a website and I said, client, like, yeah. Um, yeah. and then <laughs> one, because the, yes, exactly. Exactly. Back um, yourself. Then, yes, exactly. And then, um, 
because they're a sneaker store, they asked me then to design this. Uh, they used to have this magazine that they made, like where they sent out like all their new stuff. And they'd not only like everyone who came in store and bought a pair of shoes would get a, a copy for free, but then mm. they would also um, give it to their suppliers, so like Asics, Nike, mm. Puma. And they sent that to them. And then like a couple months later, I booked Asics and Puma separately. Mm-hmm. And I booked Nike separately as well. I swear to God, it's just the luck of Sagittarius. But mm. I will say the thing that kicked it off is the fact that I was working hard in my retail job, which wasn't my passion. But because I was good at my job and putting my all in and being authentic, mm. recognition, and then mm. I was given the opportunity. So the lesson there is no matter what you're doing, be authentic, connect with mm. people and put in your like 100%. And you don't so, know where it's going to lead, right? I think you know. so. It's wild. You know. Like there's like even it's yeah. nuts. Like you go somewhere and like maybe like even just, okay, for example, I'm a very social person. It sucks if you're not social because like it helps me so much. I'm waiting for a coffee at the, at the, um, this is a true story. Waiting for a coffee at the cafe and this guy has dope shoes on. I'm like, whoa, your shoes are fire. I really love your outfit. He's like, thanks so much. I see you here all the time. You're always dressed really well as well. I'm like, oh, thank you. And then it turns out he was like the some high up thing at G-Star. And then he booked mm. me the next week to do customizations for G-Star. Like, Amazing. Do you know what I love about that is because especially in this new world of content creation and how it keeps evolving and changing is you never know what's actually available. And I do a lot of work with coaching clients where it's like, okay, let's set our goals and our intention. I do that myself. But Mm. some of my best goals and dreams and work has come out of ways, things that I didn't even know were possible, you know, or like I tell tell the story of getting my book deal at a friend's 30th birthday drinking Aperol spritzes, you know, like that was the first meeting, not where I did the deal. But, um, (laughs) you know, it's like that, yeah, you don't know, you know, and it's like keep showing up as yourself and with art and I, what I love is that take home. It's like, you know, that there's luck, but it's like you were like, you, you didn't necessarily say, no, give me this big paycheck from Platypus. You're like, cool, right. I'll take it for shoes. And yes. it's a investment. So it's like, I think with creatives, it's like, and I say this to photographers and artists and, and graphic designers, it's like, you don't, you, you know, it's, it's money isn't the only way you can be paid. No. It can be networks and contacts and portfolio growth. So if, and at the beginning, is, those are yeah. more important almost, I would say. Oh, priceless, right? Because then you can go, well, that time spent with Platypus led to however much with those other contracts, you know, and intros, you know, introductions is huge in business of who, it's who you know, right? Fully. Um, and yeah, I love that. But the other good thing I think from that is that you then when I'm going to take this seriously, you didn't just sit around and went and, and go, okay, cool. Well, let's wait for the next opportunity. You're like, no, I'm going to go and actually create a container and a, and a way for people to see and transact with me, which is the website. So it's like, there's an element of luck and, and, you know, who, you know, but there's also creating your own luck by setting yourself up as a professional. That's true. Mm. Yeah. Love yeah. how you can see that because I wouldn't have. I'm just going to love Yeah. Because yeah. I think like well, when it, same with where um, my book deals, I was like, you know, I got asked to go and, and write a proposal. And so, you know, that wasn't a book deal. It was a conversation. And that proposal I went and spent, you know, I hired somebody to help me. I cleared my diary and I spent, you know, a week just writing the outline for the book. 
and you know, there's a week's free work and it ended up, you know, mm. getting the job. But it's like I also turned it around as quick as I possibly could to show I'm ready for this. Like I, I take me seriously, you know. So it's like people can be given opportunities and not necessarily um, you know, capitalize on them because they think they're entitled to something or they may be fearful mm. like oh no what if this happens or mm. it might be like I'm not doing work if I'm not getting paid like there are so many yeah. ways that someone could, could decline an opportunity yeah. but I love yeah, opportunities yes, and I yes, think yes, it's yes, like yes. In, a, in a negotiation point of view if it's like yes if somebody can't say money it's not about doing work for free it's about saying well, what else what other value is there available right so it's like mm. go and do you know um ask for an Instagram shout out or ask for credit in the magazine or ask for a Nike introduction, you know, like what else is available and keeping your options open. A hundred percent. Yeah. I love that. Um, How does like, obviously you work with a lot of brands. Can you tell us a little bit? Because I think we'll have a mix of creators on here who are looking to work with brands, but then we also have people who are like wanting to work with creators like you. What's the kind of current uh, environment with content creation uh, you know, what are you doing with brands? How does it help them? You know, what's the the benefits of that for like a brand person, but also, um, yeah, like creators maybe pitching and holding their worth to go and work with brands as well. So you said what it's like right now. I would mm. say there's a big focus to like video content. So mm. it's either animation or it's like creating a TikTok or a reel. That's like in terms of the um, content side of what I do, that's um, the focus. Mm. Um, so there's a lot of that. And I was every every like step of the creation journey, like I'm like, oh, no, I can't do that. I can't do that. But then I have to push myself to do it. So like at the beginning of um, COVID, I was just, uh, I wasn't content creation, even though I mm. did want to do content creation because I knew it was good money. And you get free stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I love free stuff. <laughs> um, but I was like, oh, I'm going to have to start showing up more as a personality and with my face and stuff, which I was really scared of. But mm. did that. And wow, now it's amazing. It mm. takes up like 50% of what I do. And then video, TikTok and Reels started. And I'm like, oh, no, now I have to like create things that are funny or interesting. Like, this is really stressful. Mm. I don't know what I'm doing. But um, I've recently done a couple for a few brands and they're loving it, which is good. And mm. I think, I don't think this answers your question, but mm. making sure you put your all in because then that's like the most recent thing that any new potential client will see. And mm. so that's going to either make them say, oh, I want this person to do something similar. And so you've got to make sure that it aligns with your values and things that you like. Like don't take on work that you don't feel you want to do. Um, but you know what I mean? Like it'll take you on a new trajectory almost. Um, so you need to make sure that you're also, so for example, at one point I was doing way too much content creation because Mm. that's all clients were seeing. And then, so I had to peel it back. And then with those clients, I would send an email and I'd be like, Hey, um, I know that you love the content I make, uh, super grateful for that, but here's some work that I do art which is digital art, um, like paint murals, do customizations at events or um, Mm. attendee portraits and just letting the clients that I'm at a point now where I already have a lot of clients that I wanted initially, like pretty much Mm. all of them. So I just need to remind them of the other work I do. And then they're like, oh yeah, that's right. Actually, we've got Mm. an event in a couple of weeks. Could you do this? Um, So I'm not at the... I actually don't have the time anymore to be sending out press kits to new clients. Mm. Like... I probably need a manager, but 
Yeah. I don't trust anyone. You, are um, you, so yeah. <laughs> do are you not represented? You don't have an no. agent or anything? Yeah, cool. That's cool. But I like hearing that because it's like you you know your work, you, you know your yeah, work. You, yeah, you can yeah. do it. So I've been approached by a couple um like agencies that have wanted to represent me, but they haven't really been offering. They're like, we can offer you this client, that client, that client. My bed already talking to them. Like, if you're going to yeah. take twenty percent, I need something a bit more mm. than that. Um, so yeah. nothing has aligned as of yet. But if it does, yeah. it'll come. I'm not stressed. Like, I'm. I have a lot of Capricorn mm-hmm. placement, so I can organize mm-hmm. myself. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm all cats. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I've eight, I think. Um, yeah, it makes a lot of sense when you <laughs> realize how I run my life. Um, but how did you go about getting some of those dream clients? How did you go about, um, you know, obviously through networks and stuff, but what, did you do cold pitching? What was your vision? No, not even. I, so, well, initially I was kind of set up with that whole platypus thing. And then that Essex and Puma, like that already really helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I, I sent, I created a press kit. So like everything I'd ever done that I was really proud of, like projects, like, murals or digital design or customized sneakers mm. or whatever and then I <clears throat> researched like I wrote a list of all the brands I'd like to work with and then I looked up like online what PR agencies they were aligned with or like found their email like so either their email directly or their PR agencies emails and I introduced myself by email and emailed the press kit I probably sent about 40 I think it took a week and maybe like 50% of them got back like mm percent of that those were like oh I'm sorry we're not really taking on more but then the other 50 percent like oh tell us more like what could we do da 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 and mm. out of that I would say I probably got about five um five mm. new clients and then those new clients it's exponential once you've done work with that client then more people see it and then mm. you've got this many more clients so it's not just like it was probably a mm. week worth of work putting the press kit together finding all the emails emailing everyone like and then getting back five clients, some mm. people would say that's not worth it. But the exponential growth that it creates, it's like butterfly mm. effect. Um, yeah. Def- definitely worth it. I don't have time yeah. to do that type of stuff anymore. Yeah. Um, but, but it's really good it advice for me. starting out. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It worked for me when it when I did have to do that. Yeah. I love that because there's, I often say, say to like do the work for anyone paid you to do it. And that's putting your portfolio together. Yeah. And the other thing that you said, which I think is an amazing tip for people is brands being like, what can we do? And so often it's like, especially as a creative, you know, we are, people can get caught in the trap of sitting around being like, there's a great opportunity going to come for me now, or, you know, someone else is going to find it or people are going to stumble across me and be like, yeah, do this, which yeah, mm. can happen when you're showing up. But often brands, you know, or people that you want to collaborate with don't necessarily know how. So what's possible, having, yeah. Having the, the pitch ready to be like, well, you know, another thing that was really great advice, I, I'm like, you are a dream client. Is like <laughs> um, doing your research as well, like going and being like, well, what kind of stuff, you know, maybe a brand is launching a new label or or one of their competitors did a pop-up event with a live mural being painted and, and you can go and pitch that to a competitor or, you know, so having like doing some of that thinking mm. and coming to brands because I always say like, you know, if I'm making Nike shoes, my core business is making Nike shoes, right? Like, and, and most of our business is around that. There's a, a very small part of the team who are going, cool, and how do we engage influencers who are going to engage our target market and bring in more people who want to buy the shoes? But like, that's, you know, 
core business that. So you get to come in as your core business and say, here's how I can help you to sell mm. shoes. And so it's a collaboration, not just a, like pay me to make art, you know. 100%. Mm. Yeah. And sometimes you'll workshop an idea as well. Like if they have an event, oh, we could do this. We could have mm. it set up like this. I could do a live mural or mm. I could be doing, you know, like customized clothing. We could provide a flash mm. sheet that people can choose from or I can just mm. make it up on the spot. Like there's so many ways you can do one thing. Yeah. Um, so I think also being ready with ideas is important mm. too. So you're not just like, well, I don't know, what do do you want to do? Yeah, (laughs) it's not just, and and I think that's the win-win. You're coming in to be like, how can I, What's what value are you bringing to the brand or the business? And what is, you know, what is your bringing of that valid to value as well? Um, With all of the different changes and reach and everything in, in like obviously following the trends and being like, okay, now it's video and, you know, there's this and the hashtags and not that, but like time of day that we are like, it's do how do you go about I guess like keeping up with that but also you mentioned like you know something that I definitely struggle with is creating in isolation as well like you know there a lot of my time is in yeah and during uh COVID isolation I was on live almost you know three times Mm. a week because it was a connection piece yeah now that it feels like the world is a lot busier it's like no I have to go and find time for content pressure but I don't know what to do it can you know then I kind of look in the mirror and I'm like no I can't go on camera today (laughs) (laughs) like the lighting is bad like um I don't have any ideas and Mm. I don't know about you but I definitely get into that like just overthinking content creation is there how how do you kind of juggle that navigate it how do you keep inspired to come up with ideas and you know kind of get this package and you're like great um (laughs) what am I gonna do here well I actually don't get stressed Mm. so I did have a little bit yeah I don't know I don't get stressed or overwhelmed with Mm. content creation for me whatever I feel when it arrives so a lot of the time clients will want to know what the content um the concept is before they even like say they ship the product hey first mm-hmm. can we just get an idea and I'm like babe I don't know like on the mm-hmm. day it will come to me and that's just how mm-hmm. I work and I think it's important to know how you yourself work yeah because um, everyone's different and someone might feel more comfortable planning it out ahead but for me whatever feels authentic at the time literally mm-hmm. on the day is the best the best option so Mm. I really won't know what I'm doing sometimes I might have a bit of an inkling but I won't know what I'm doing till I'm on the day I put my hair together I put my makeup Mm -hmm. on I'm like okay I feel like this the weather's like this I feel like we could do something like this so I'm very spontaneous when I create which Mm. I like because I'm also very organized with everything else like invoices and emailing clients and all that type of stuff so for me the creation part is like freer which I mm. enjoy. I think I need that balance. Yeah. But um, personally, I like that. Yeah. I think I think there's just a good tip there because it means that that's where you stay in the inspired space and it's an auth- it's authentic to you. So it's not like, hey, I, I need to go and create because. Yeah, no. Yeah, and if I, I, have I if, yeah. if I don't have an idea, like, so what you were saying, oh, I feel like I need to make some content creation. I don't think like that. Like mm. there'll be weeks where I don't create anything and that's probably mm. not good because I know, you're meant to be posting a couple times a week, every week. I don't do that because mm-hmm. I don't prefer to be authentic and live authentically. <laughs> so yeah. whenever an idea comes, I, I seize it straight away. But if I'm in a mm-hmm. time of rest, I'm in a time of rest. Mm-hmm. Like your body needs both. 
Um, yeah. so that's, but that's me. I think it's important mm. to know how you work and introspect, mm. and then you can capitalize on the way that you work. Yeah, no, that's really great advice. And I think I, I've been doing some content creation with Meta and Screen Australia at the moment. And I came in with this concept and it was like, yes, this is what I'm going to do. Mm. And I go, you know, and it's like the pitch deck was amazing and I concepted it and I, and I started creating it all and realized pretty quickly, like I noticed the stress in my body. And then mm. I was like, Oh my gosh. And it's like all the balls are in the air. And mm. I was like waiting for some of them to come down so I could keep moving on my part. And eventually went on this like, you know, dummy speed of like, I can't do this to like, okay, what am I good at? What's natural for me? You mm. know, and it's like creating content from, you know, like in conversations with artists and stuff. And, and when I'm creating from that space, I can keep showing up, you know, it's doesn't mm. don't get, I don't get overwhelmed. I don't get overwhelmed as much, but yeah. So I think that's really good advice to to do what's natural for you because it's also going to make the better content. Yeah, fully. But I mean, like yeah. whatever's uncomfortable is you like testing your boundaries and expanding. Mm. So never say no to that. But I don't know. I think mm. gut fit, there's something to be said about the gut feeling. Like if mm. you have a gut feeling, it should be like this or you should do this. I like to listen to the gut, especially as a woman. Mm. I don't know. Women's intuition is a whole thing. And I think creative energy too, it does yeah. ebb and flow and it can come in really big bursts. Like, you know, from when I was writing my book, it was like, I'd be up in four in the morning being like, you know, yes. and it's like. Um, yeah, sometimes I can't sleep because an idea will come mm. and I like, I need to seize that now. Otherwise when I wake up in the morning, it's not going to hit the same way. So I'll be up like drawing in the middle yeah. of the night. Um, yeah. yeah. And sometimes not. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's allowing yourself to have the sometimes not stuff too, you know. That's a journey. Yeah. So that's been mm. maybe the last year and a half. I've had to get used to that idea because I was burning myself out. Like two mm. years ago, I was working on Christmas Day and wow. we we were up in the country at my mum's family side of the, like their place out like seven hours northwest. And um, we came back like two days later and my brother showed me this Snapchat that he took of me at the time. And we were in the car getting like petrol. And I was rocking back and forth in the fetal position like this. Oh, my God. And he was like, Bianca, what's up? And I was like, oh, I'm just stressed. Like, I can't get on to the client because we didn't have much reception. I'm like, I don't know what they're thinking. Da, 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 da. And when he showed me that video, this mm. is like an hour, like a year, sorry, later, he showed it to me. I was like, whoa, I was really stressed. I never want to be like that again. Mm. So I yeah. prioritized the balance. And mm-hmm. when you need to rest, you need to rest. If ideas aren't coming, you need to rest. Like mm. laziness is a concept. I think when you're lazy, your body just needs rest. It needs to recharge. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to yeah. do better work once you've taken that rest without guilt. Mm. As your best self again. So, yeah. yeah. I'm um, a great advice. And I think I often look at um, creatives, like especially art that has like, you know sustained time and and still relevant or inspiring and mm. and thought-provoking there's not many people that you cre- that you come across um who create really meaningful long-standing art that created in a 10 second reel you know like, yeah right was, you know it's like it, there's we almost forgotten a lot of the incubation you know meaning making behind what we do and why we do it um, mm. to give like you can't expect you know so this with a client recently around you know you're planting a seed when you plant a seed it goes underground and it has to find its way back up 
before we create a strong foundation, right? Mm-hmm. And we I think, yeah, we can easily get caught up in the fast the show with yeah. And it's like there's so I much was, behind. Yeah. Like there's way more mm. work behind than there is mm. up front. Like way way more. And yeah. I always say like this is crazy, but like the last year and a half, you ask me what the majority of my work is, it's staying mm. healthy and like well mentally mm. and physically. Like that's my main job. Because as long as I'm mentally and physically well, I can create well. But mm. once I'm not, I'm stressed, I'm burnt out, I can't string two mm. like ideas or thoughts together. So that's yeah, actually okay. like my main job. And I love that yeah. because it's just taking care of my body, which that's is amazing. And then the rest I flows, I feel. Right? Yeah. Beautiful. Great advice. Um, obviously, you're in a position now where you've got all of these clients and things. What are some of your tips for people starting out, you know, and obviously wanting to get to that space where they've got a reputation, um, you know, they, they can rest and and have, mm. you know, security in their processes and creatives and clients coming in and some of that consistency? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I guess mm. it is a luxury to be able to prioritize rest. Um, mm-hmm. So as much as body but I think when you're first starting out you need to hustle really hard Mm -hmm. so maybe that does mean prioritizing work for a good portion of time like not over health Mm -hmm. but like over social situations so there was a point where I was working seven days a week and Mm -hmm. for a short period of time maybe that's just the best thing you can do for your business Mm -hmm. um I think making sure that whatever you're doing you're documenting it and you're putting it somewhere so tiktok instagram website link LinkedIn. Oh, lost you. Are you back? Sound? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. There you go. <laughs> um, making sure that it's it's going somewhere and people can mm-hmm. see it. That's because if there's no eyes on it. Yeah. Um, I actually, I know an artist who's amazing, like one of the best artists. She's like, oh, I just can't do social media. Like, I, I refuse to do it. Um, it's so tacky. And she's got no work. And it's like, babe, mm. you've got no work because you won't engage with the world. Like, where's mm. your art going? It's staying in your mm-hmm. studio. Like, you're not putting it anywhere. Um, so, mm. yeah, you need somewhere for it to be going, whether it's, um, like, whether you find a residency somewhere where you can put it up or if it's on... But social media is so good for that because it's an international um, platform. So, mm. yeah, making sure it's going somewhere where people can see if you're putting it on socials, using the appropriate hashtags so it can be caught by even more eyes, um, sending out press kits to uh, brands you want to work with or even reaching out to other creators that you want to work mm-hmm. with, if that's via DM on socials or finding their email and emailing them, um, seizing real-world opportunities. So, like, it kind of sucks if you're an introvert, but if you can trying to talk to people wherever you go. Mm-hmm. And I think you'll become more comfortable with the idea as you do it more. Um, but you never know what real world interaction mm-hmm. is going to turn into like a whole business or friendship mm-hmm. or anything. Opportunity. Yeah. Amazing. I love those tips. I think like when you said real world, it made me really think like one of the things that I was reminded by, by this workshop we did with Instagram, which was really good. <laughs> For me, because I've been creating it on, especially this platform for eight years. So it's like, sometimes mm. I'm like, no. <laughs> but, you know, that it does, I think we've, um, and a hot tip for people is like, 
the way that people are engaging with Instagram is different. It's constantly changing. But I think when mm. I started out, it was like, what does your grid look like? And the filters yes. and the captions. And, you know, Be Real has been an, an example of this as people are like, you know, it doesn't have to be this well, like, and, and probably not mm. as beneficial to be a very well curated, perfect, you know, photo shoot and things like real world stuff is like, I know for me, a lot of the engagement that I get most on my startup creative is when I'm like laughing with friends or Mm. having a more, doing my morning routine and being human and real. And it's not like all business. It's like Mm. personality. Um, And just some like incidentals, like I've had people all over the world be like, you're you're so natural by the beach I love it when you're living by the beach it's like it suits you and like I love your morning routines and uh it's funny because you don't realize who's watching yes. but a hundred percent yeah and engaging with people but um I love that and I think there's a common theme in everything that you're sharing about being proactive too mm. and not just sitting around waiting it's like take your art to the world but also you know um create the website create the the pitch deck mm. start conversations cool hey yeah good to know yeah you're nailing it um what are your tips uh, is there any practical tips apps filters lighting framing people starting out at home i think back just to back off that and then i think what you could share too is that yeah iPhones and Instagram, like Instagram is like very much made to create, make creating easy, right? And I yeah. think we kind of went, and it's interesting watching them keep adding the things that third party apps or people were doing for us. And they're like, just stay here and do it all. And they make it yeah. easier. And they're also giving you the community for free. You know, yeah. it's, it's a, it's pretty amazing when you look at it that way. Mm. Um, and so like getting into that thing of like, it doesn't have to be so curated. It doesn't have to be so serious. No. If you've, got, if you've got a quality phone, which if you're a business owner, it's worth investing in. Don't go getting around with a shitty phone because it's a business opportunity. Yeah. Fully. And, and you can create from, from home, you know, hundred percent. Even if you're at home living with mum and you're just like, you know, like doing your thing. A hundred percent. So like even, um, so off, I would say now, TikTok, it's very natural. Um, that's what people want. They want less curated. So as long as you have natural light, like I'm just in front of a window now. I used to be all about the ring light just to make sure it looks professional, but now it's just like natural light, babes. So you don't even mm. need the ring light necessarily, but I do use it when I do shoots. So sometimes I'll do shoots in my room and like do a creative concept and I'll like drop a like a sheet or something or like put up a big like colored cardboard. Um, mm-hmm. So you can turn anything into a studio. Because I've got, you know, sure. um, Alan, Nicole, but like some top tips that I didn't know, feel free to yeah. throw in more as well. Okay. But light coming onto your face, have the light behind oh, yeah. it, in front of you. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. I thought that's that, obvious. <laughs> Isn't that it wasn't obvious? It? I mean, it is once you do it, but until exactly. someone told you. If you're backlit, okay. you're a shadow. Yeah, great. A black See? silhouette. Content creation. Yeah. Okay, Content. yeah. Have yep. the, the light source coming at you. Thank you. 101. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, yeah, dropping a sheet, which is also really natural, have done. Yeah. Like total and so easy. You can just tape it to the, like say you've got a bunch of stuff and like you don't want this to be a setup. You could just tape it to the ceiling and drop it, and then it's just like mm. your white background or whatever color you shit sheet you have. Yeah, um, it's so easy to create like the idea that you mm-hmm. want out of whatever you have. 
Yeah. Which is about thinking, it. how can I make that work? Yeah. Any other apps or things that you're, are you mostly creating straight into it? Or is it like, obviously you've got a big, you know, um, apps skill set, but, or equipment or, you know, other hot I tips. People at home going, I need to create content for my business. Maybe I'm just starting out or I want to be a content creator. I don't have budget to go and pay a photographer or whatever. Right. You know, well, what I do you think? Definitely a ring light. So I, mm-hmm. I've got mine on a ring light stand right now. So it works as a tripod if you don't want to use the light. Mm-hmm. But then also you have a light source in case you're in a dark area and you need to shoot. Mm-hmm. So it has like a warm to, um, I don't know the, the Kelvin, but light. like warm yeah. warm to white light filter. Mm-hmm. So you can like attune the, the color warmth um, or you can just use it as a tripod, which often I do if I'm like um, shooting. I shoot by myself. A lot of the time people mm-hmm. often have, a secondary person, but I'm very controlling. Mm-hmm. Like I like to know that it's exactly the way that I want. So mm-hmm. I just bring my tripod out with me and then I'll put it there and then I'll just record myself. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it's important to have a tripod or like a ring light, which doubles as a light and a tripod. They're like mm-hmm. 150 bucks. I've had mine for like four years and it's still going strong. If you're doing art, oh my God, my nose. Sorry, I'm going <laughs> to, sorry, I'm getting over a <laughs> If you're yeah. doing art, one of these is really cool. So, like, you clip it to your desk and then it's, like, an overhead recording thing. So, like, if you're – and then it takes a bird's eye view. This is, mm. like, 80 bucks, ouch, on um, Amazon. So, that's if you're mm-hmm. doing art or something like flat lay. Uh, so, those two tools are really good. As for apps, I actually just edit my apps in the uh, Apple editing. Like, in, mm. in the photos editing. Oh, yeah. Actually, that's it. Yeah. But Amazing. I do use – Sometimes I use uh, VSCO. Do you know that app? Yeah, VSCO. Yeah. So I've, I've got a subscription to that. I think it's 11 mm-hmm. a month or something. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I'll do that because you can create like grain and um, put filters that make it look like a Polaroid photo or something, mm-hmm. which I really like. Yeah. Um, and they have the a only one I use in their pro as well. You can, you can do, um, you can edit filter videos in. I didn't Visco. know that. Yeah. That's yeah. Dope. Okay, yeah, BS. Yeah, I think you're probably you said Visco. Well, anyway, yeah. BSCO. That's the yeah. only app that I use, but I only use it sometimes. Most of my editing is mm. just in Apple Photos. Yeah, the little bottom. Stuff. I found yeah. that um, using templates on Instagram Reels has been a game changer for me because I think I used to get so stuck with like, how do I mix it all together? But it, you can actually just go and get a template, and it'll just tell you how many pictures to put in. And then it just like does all the transitions and great. If you if please show me, please yeah. show me because I, I don't know. Yeah, please. Yeah, super love that. But yeah, it made yeah, and it kind of does all the transitions and edits and like and you can Is even click a button. It's like like a cutout of something and then this yeah. cut. Like I've seen everyone doing that. I'm like that takes yeah. a lot of time if you're doing that like with Photoshop or something. No, there's templates. So if you go to mm. your Instagram and you go to like your Instagram page or profile and you click the plus button on the top right it'll say reel and then it goes to create a reel and then if you slide at the bottom it says templates and then you can filter through ones that have like pretty much they're just people have already made them and you just put your things in and it just it, you could been a game changer for me getting into reels okay mm. you got to show me like how we go yeah, yeah okay we'll do it hot tip um <laughs> hot hot tip hey i want to just ask one final question and then um we'll let you get on with your day but, uh, well, maybe two. In terms of increasing following and also getting paid what you're worth, what are your tips? 
Interesting. Trolling is tricky right now. Like I feel Mm -hmm. I've spoken to so many other like creatives and content creators and it's Mm -hmm. just kind of weird at the moment. Um, If you're trying to increase a following right now, TikTok's probably the place to go for that Um, Mm because it is very easy to create a viral video. They they do tend to allow one of your first ever few videos to go viral. It's just like Mm -hmm. something I've noticed. Everyone feeds the ego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it gets you wanting to use the app more, I guess, as well. Yeah. Um, So TikTok for growing more of a following if you're comfortable with video. Um, but mm-hmm. if you're on Instagram, I guess using hashtags, um, interacting with your community, um, mm-hmm. so making sure they're engaged. Uh, so just like seeking out other creators or labels that are similar to you, um, mm-hmm. because if you're doing that, then the algorithm will align you with them. And when someone's on their mm-hmm. profile, it could say like, you may also like be a mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. So just like engagement um, with like-minded or similar creative um, pages, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, hashtags, being consistent. Yeah. And then what was the second part yeah. of the question? I forget. Um, and I think they're, they're really good tips. And I think just, yeah, creating and showing is a lot of what you said in this conversation too. Around, oh, getting paid yeah. what you were. Yeah. That was the other yeah. part. Um, yeah. So that's, I've only just arrived to that this last year, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um of like always growing as well so it's it's difficult because when you're first starting out I think you you're gonna attain more clients by kind of just not asking as much um Mm -hmm. and at that time it will feel like an exciting opportunity but the minute it doesn't Mm -hmm. feel exciting anymore and you feel like you're being taken advantage of now's the time to switch up and start charging or charge more whatever it may be So I think your instinct and like your energy around it, um, mm-hmm. always make sure you're getting paid an amount that you're happy to create for. Um, and something that someone told me as well was always charge, oh, I forget what it was, but 20% more, I think, than what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, you may think, yeah, it's cool. I'm going to design on Monday. Then on Tuesday, I just make sure it's all good. Then I send it on Wednesday and it's done. But often they'll come back and be like, the client will come back and they'll say, can we change this? Can we change that? Can we do this? Can we do that? And then it's maybe two more days than what you initially thought. So there's mm. not always, but most likely going to be extra time put in than what you streamline think is going to happen. Um, mm. So just making sure that all that time is accounted for when you quote. And also being really specific when you're quoting what the usage is, because often if you're just laissez-faire about it, they'll repurpose it for this and that and that, mm. that and that's potential money that could have been made to so say okay this is something that we're doing specifically for this which is being used from this date to this date um any further usage will have to be cross-checked with me and um further fees may mm. apply something like that boundaries yeah fully yeah and i think coming it's a really good point yeah because it's like you, no one's going to do that stuff for you you know you have to and and Unfortunately, we live in a world where people want to get as much as they can for as little as they can, um, yes. especially sometimes the biggest brands that, um, yeah, don't necessarily see the full value yet in creatives and what they bring. So I think it's, thank you so much for those no worries. advice. Um, thank you for showing us it's so many insights to how you do it. But I think also a really good example of like, you know, if you are a business or a brand out there, someone like Bianca who, yeah, is authentically going and creating content for stuff that she loves 
um, which then brings in, you know, like I more think, of what you love and things that align. So it's just like, yeah, yeah create time. the stuff you enjoy and you'll attract yeah. more jobs that are like that, which are most likely mm. going to align with you as Absolutely. well. Also the tidbit of like, when you're like, because you love it and you are, you know, authentically representing it, that is like the the biggest marketing strategy, right? Of like being ref- like referrals and but getting someone mm. to authentically do that and create and um and put your product or, or services to actual use and show other people how to do that. So, yeah, amazing. Thank you so much. I'm so <laughs> glad we finally got the tech working. And yeah, yeah, you. Hey, how can people find you, work with you, engage with you? Um, I'm on obviously Instagram, Bianca Beers. I'm on TikTok, Bianca Beers. Um, Twitter by Bianca Beers. You, mm. I have a website, BiancaBeers.com, and you can email me, hello at BiancaBeers.com. Bianca Beers, one more time, <laughs> Bianca Beers. <laughs> and you're really good and efficient on on emails, so oh, I will. Um, thank you. Yeah, amazing. Lovely to see you. Have a fabulous day. Thank you for your insights. No worries. Bye.